Welcome to the Timeline Tour. My name is Gabby and we will be interviewing some famous abolitionists and finding out their opinions and views on slavery with some background information as well. First up, we will be interviewing William Lloyd Garrison. So William, where did you grow up? I personally grew up in the Northern States, Newburyport, Massachusetts to be exact. So how did the people in your surroundings change your opinion on life around you? Well, I grew up among the remains of English federalism and amongst Christianity. To the two main sources of the anti-slavery movement, as you may know. Christianity advocated for the equality of all men and women, and I sort of abided by that for the rest of my life. Interesting. So how did this decide that you were going to fight slavery later on in life? Well, I saw that newspapers got information to people, and people relied on newspapers. So I started my own newspaper in 1831 and named it The Liberator. Wow, I think I've heard of that. So how do you want people to see you in a hundred years? What do you want to be remembered by? I know now that people look at me and they see a radicalist, someone who does not view things the way that other people do. But in the future, I hope to be remembered for the things that I did that were positive, such as making a newspaper and for my movement against slavery. All right, so one more question before I let you go. What are, the reason, what are your reasons for wanting to abolish slavery? I understand that slavery was a popular value at the time, so why did you decide to go against popular belief? God and Christianity stated that all of humanity should be equal, regardless of your color or gender, and so I will abide by that for the rest of my life. All right. Thank you, William, for the chat. We appreciate your time. Next up, we are talking to Lacree Tamont. Hey, I have some questions for you. Starting from the top, where did you grow up? Did that affect your opinions on when you got older? I grew up in Nantucket, Massachusetts, and I moved to Boston when I was 10. Oh, okay. So what are your reasons for wanting to abolish slavery? I was raised into the Quaker religion. Me and my family saw slavery as something that went against our religion. So I took it. So I took a stand and started the anti-slavery convention. All right. So real quick, in 100 years, what do you want people to see you as? What do you want to be known for? I hope people will see me as a strong figure for the abolitionist movement. Interesting. So one last question. What role did you play in abolishing slavery? I helped start the abolitionist movement in the, 19, in the 1830s with me and my anti-slavery convention. And I helped inspire most the, the most famous abolitionists. Okay, thanks for talking with us, Lakrita. Now, we will be moving on to Harriet Tubman. So, Harriet, I understand that your life was quite rough at the beginning. So, where did you grow up? Who were you close to? I was born in, into slavery on Maryland's eastern shore in 1820. I was named Arminita after my enslaved parents, Ben and Rit Ross. In 1844, I married a free black man named John Tubman and I took his last name. In 1849, I became seriously ill with complications from my head injury, and my owner decided to sell me. Oh, okay. So what role did you play in abolishing slavery? Once I escaped it back in 1856, if they captured me, the hunter would have brought a $40,000 reward from the South once on one occasion I overheard some men reading my wanted poster, which stated that I am a illiterate. I promptly pulled out a book and started reading it. The 
ploy was enough to fool the men. I have the same passion for the campaign to attain women's suffrage after the American Civil War as I had shown for the abolition of slavery. All right, so one more. In a hundred years, how do you want to be remembered? I want to be remembered as an ambitious abolitionist that never quit pursuing the dream of ending slavery. Okay, thank you, Harriet, for your time. Now, we will be talking to Frederick Douglass. Hey, Fred, so where did you grow up? Did that affect your views on slavery? I was sent to Baltimore, Maryland, where I was eight and lived and worked for a household. I hated being a slave. I thought all my people were bad and cruel. Um, interesting. So what role did you play in this passion of yours of abolishing slavery? I bothered President Lincoln and urged him to abolish slavery. So why did you decide to read and write? I learned to read and write and so I could teach other slaves to read and write for our power and understanding of what was going on. Okay, and one more question. How do you want to be seen in a hundred years? I hope people will see me as a great slave who stood to slavery. Okay, thank you for your time, Fred. Okay, that's all for our guest, sadly. John Brown could not make it today, so I will be sharing some information about him to you guys. So John Brown was born in Torrington, Connecticut, in a family that had a strong hate for slavery. His family was extremely religious, which he passed on to his 20 children. And he had a belief that he was sent by God to end this injustice. John Brown led many terrorist attacks on the pro-slavery villages. However, he did not participate in the murders. He was only, he only approved of it. Brown was thought of as the spark of the Civil War. And he shared his plans with Frederick Douglass before he actually executed them. Either way, that's all. Thanks for tuning in. This was the Timeline Tour. I will see you all later.